0: Yes, they were the wildest. It was an hour before dawn on a Friday in the fall of 1958, and Louis Prima and Keeley Smith, backed by sideman sax player Sam Butera and the band, were blowing the roof off the Casbar Lounge of the Sahara Hotel, which rivaled the Sands as the most popular night spot on the booming Las Vegas Strip. The finger-snapping, toe-tapping ruckus had been going on for over five hours with only a few short breaks. The witnesses were jamming their way through the white cliffs of Dover. Louis lay on the floor on his back, kicking his feet in the air and blasting his trumpet. Sam crouched above him, blowing every ounce of breath he had through his saxophone. Back up on the tiny stage, Keeley, filling out a white taffeta dress in all the right spots and not a strand of her pageboy-style black hair out of place, stood still, staring impassively out at the audience. She had seen it all before, and she'd see it again tomorrow night. Yet for many members of the audience in the sweltering, smoky lounge, the act was unlike any other that could be found in Las Vegas. No one knew what antics Louis would get up to next, and his sidekick Sam was always there trying to follow while at the same time leading that tight, tight band. This was the last of five shows that had begun at midnight. In every one, Keeley with those beautiful Cherokee-Irish cheekbones alternated between belting out one of her signature ballads, I Wish You Love and Come Rain or Come Shine were real crowd-pleasers, and staring off into space. I'll stand in front of the piano, lean up against it, fold my arms, and stand there for half an hour if I feel like it, she told one of the Las Vegas dailies. Louis would turn 48 in December, but he was like a big black bear in his prime, shouting and scatting and bursting sounds out of his trumpet while jumping around the small stage. All night he did it. All night, with Sam threatening to explode eardrums with his sax and the always-in-motion witnesses seeming to make up their parts as the night went on. Their interaction with the audience was nonstop, and the louder and the more ad-libbed the better. Because they were married, Louis and Keeley got away with lewd gestures and double entendres that might have gotten other performers arrested, and this included on TV, too. Time magazine, the year before, had referred to the act as relentlessly vulgar, which in Vegas was considered high praise.